You go ahead, just tell me when you hit. Is that us? We good to go? Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Muscle and the Hustle. Mickey's laughing as we balls off here because he does this every week. It's the big, big joke that just because I can't see it when he hits the play button. Uh, 131 episodes later, still cracks me up. Special shout out to the man in the van that stopped me on the way to the the barbers there now and stopped me, told me to pull out my headphone, pull out my headphone. And I was like, yeah. And he just goes, listen, listen, turn up his radio and we were on. And I was like, no way. Ah. I was like, my man. I was fucking buzzing with that because I, I was like, see when he turned it up, I was like, what the fuck noise is that? And it was my voice. And I was like, oh, fucking hate the way I sound. <laughs> I got pure mumbly. I got it once in. Where was I? I might have been Maher Felt. I was somewhere in it during the day and a boy was walking past. It was during, I didn't even tell us in the podcast, it was during lockdown and I was helping Gary from Slims out a wee bit. And the boy's walking past, the boy stopped and went. And like pointed at me, you know, like sort of the Spider Man thing or the, you know, that one. And he pointed at me and then goes, I'm listening to you talking in my ear at the minute and now I'm seeing you here. It's like a sign. <laughs> I was like, he goes, that's weird. And I was like, that is a wee bit weird. He goes, it's funny. And he just walked off. Don't know who he was. So, couldn't tell you who the guy was. But but it is a, it is a weird one when you actually think people are actually listening. Um, yeah. And listen, to be li- listening, listening more and more. It's growing. It's growing, actually. It's pretty much growing. Yeah, it's growing week, pretty much week on week now at the minute. Last week's episode, though, anybody that listened to last week's with the fear and stuff, I really enjoyed that episode. I found it very good myself. Do you know when you do, you, I don't know if anybody's ever done anything, but whenever you do like a, or sorry, I don't know if anybody's ever done a podcast or even consider, you know which ones you like and which ones you don't. Sometimes you're after it, you're like, that was okay. And then there's some ones we get like last week's where I was like, that's going to trigger a few people and that's a good one. Like that's going to get people going, oh, I don't agree with that. And this is what it all is for. Like we, not, not when we say it's solidified in stones, you know, we're not fucking by any means we know everything. We're just giving opinions and like assholes, everybody has an opinion. So if in any way it's shape or form it offends you, just one thing I would say, or if it triggers you is why does it trigger? If it does trigger, then there's a reason. Because like if somebody says something, I don't agree with it. Yeah, it, it never emotionally strains me. If if it does strain me, it's usually because it's hit a nerve. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. It's the same as if someone, I, someone gives you just shit in general. If you can if blow you, it off and go, what a fucking weirdo. But if someone says something and it's something that's in the back of your head and it's really annoyed you, there's a reason that's annoying. Yeah. Like, for example, if you slag me about my calves, right, and I really was like fucking annoyed. <laughs> like, you, you like I would get very defensive, like almost like do you know where do you know where this is the best way to explain it? Do you know when in primary school or just the sort of secondary school? Where if you, people try and give you a nickname and if you react to it, that's gonna stick. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So if somebody slags you and called you wee tea and you crack up, they're gonna call you that forever. Whereas if you ignore it, more than likely you won't. And it's because you crack up because it's hit it's hit you, it's hit a nerve, which is the worst thing. It's like if somebody calls me small or short and I crack up, that is a problem on my behalf because they're actually just stating what they believe or what is true. And if you're actually annoyed by it, it's because it triggers an insecurity or a self-limiting belief of yours. Like, Joe, if you turn around and say something to me about where I'm going or how I'm doing or say I'm a loser, Mickey, and yeah. I get triggered by it, that's because deep down you may think you may think it yourself, that I believe yeah. that that's true. Yeah. Even if it's not true, even if it isn't true, because you know, some people do believe yeah, things to be true about themselves that really aren't true like some people believe that they're not like they're not enough or they're not good enough or 
people believe they're not good enough in some sports, people believe they're not good enough in some businesses. But that's not true. You know, just because you believe it, and if someone else says it, doesn't make it true either. Because people can say negative stuff to you because they know it's a it's a trigger they know it's it's a weak spot for you so they'll say it to get a reaction but it still doesn't mean it's it's true like so that's another thing like people people these days like when people do argue you see it a lot online like arguments they've got a wee bit more vicious like people are going straight like there's no holding back now like people are going straight to the point and they're not afraid, especially when they're keyboard warriors, to like air something that's maybe personal. Like people don't ca- people don't care as much anymore because they know like the chances are you getting a slap is is few and far between because you know they'll just sue you like. But you can see it like I, I seen a I seen a row between a few local ones on Twitter the other day, and like the stuff they were saying was super personal. And I was just thinking to myself. That's like well. First of all, you're growing adults. You shouldn't be around on Twitter. But second of all, they're coming out of very personal stuff about people. And I only reason I seen this because I recognise one of the names. And I just kind of like to myself, this is just bonkers where society's going here, where these people are literally airing personal details on Twitter for everybody to see and not a care in the world. Like they were at maybe sixteen, twenty, or thirty replies at this stage. And nuts, absolutely nuts, and, but but like you were just going, would like there's no off switch now. You know you've got like you say if the argument, the argument starts say say for instance argument starts in Yuri Main Street after a night out, then you go home and that's the end of the argument. Nah, not now, not now. You just bounce on the, bounce on the Twitter, bounce on your Instagram stories, and the, the argument continues on. It just doesn't stop people. Just do people. A lot of people now just do not care. They've no off switch, and they they can nearly think it makes them cool to just keep going and keep going, and then and then like really try to hurt someone's feelings by coming out with real personal stuff. That's a fucking mess. I think it is. It is a mess. It's a. It's. It, it's, it's an just, emotional response. It's like well, that's it. As you said, it, it says more about them that they're going to like be personal, drag up personal things, say things they know is going to get a reaction from you. Especially when stuff that isn't true. Sometimes we get a reaction more with certain people. Like say, if you if you set out to be the best, say if you set out and you try your hardest to be the best personal trainer in the country and someone like runs you down and knows like, and just says, you know what, you're not, you're actually not any good. Like, and if you have pumped your heart and soul into it, it, it and if, especially if it's someone that holds credence in your life, like it holds a bit of level in your life, you could could get annoyed, like, because they know that you've you have done so much work to become the best, and then someone actually goes to you, well, you know what, lad, you're not actually that good. And sometimes that can trigger a response because you've literally dedicated it's so, much, so much time and you and you know in your head you've got there. And it's not true what they said, but it still gets you sad because you're like, fuck. I wonder does other people worry about that? See, yeah, that, Joe, it's one of the things where like, but for me, whenever you have a self, like a belief in yourself or you really believe it deep down, then you can't really, you can't really get shook. Like, See, there's confidence, there's a, con- I, I think there's a big confidence issue with a lot of people now. Yeah, like I really like, as much as people say, like it, it, whenever you're rocked, that shows if you, if you have real confidence or not. Like it's like, 
I've like don't get me wrong, I'm not the most confident individual in every area of my life, but there's like if you ask me about a training issue and then you said, you know, like for example, I put up that rotator cuff video there the other last night and Sony Connor and Ethan being like, Oh, this is still good, and this used words like bilateral and momentum. And I was like, I'm not even gonna argue back because I was like, that's actually such a stupid fucking comment that that doesn't even deserve me arguing. Yeah. Uh, and it worse is it what really used to affect me was when somebody used to challenge me, I used to be like, I need to justify myself, I need to reaffirm, but I was like, actually real confidence in my thing is like i don't need to reply to that that's all fucking stupid and i win because i'm not emotionally getting drained yeah uh, and it, there's very few areas in your life where you will be fully confident and i feel like it's one of the things where if you're not building it up all the time and you're not adding it you are slowly turning it down the confidence to me is like i uh, having big biceps or having joe it's it's not a physical thing but i mean in terms of it needs maintenance if you're not constantly adding your self-worth your confidence your you will actually slowly see it fade as much as that. It needs topped up. So yeah. it's all the wee subtle things you do. And I was actually going over this with my mindset coach every day. It's like how you subconsciously talk to yourself, how you subconsciously yeah. walk. Joe, do you walk with your head up? Do you walk looking down? Do you believe everything you do with conviction? Joe, is there subtle things that you're building your confidence up day by day or are you breaking it down? And it's like, are you, and I said this on a podcast with Anna the other week, it's like your confidence is practically your self-respect yourself. Do you hold yourself to your own promises? Like I'm going to get up early. Do you get up early or do you sleep in? Because every time you sleep in, that lowers your confidence, that lowers your self-belief versus if you keep the commitments to yourself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to cook this. I'm going to spend time with my wife. I'm going to spend time with my kids on Saturday. You don't break your own promises to yourself or to your close ones. Then it builds that confidence and that self-worth in yourself. It's like when somebody turns around and goes, how do you build confidence? I was like, you just have self-discipline to keep your promises to yourself. And then you actually build self-confidence. That's literally, it's just having self-respect and sticking to your own word to yourself, knowing the inside of your head Yeah. versus a lot of people will brush it under the carpet. I think no, they do. They definitely do, you want to do some questions. They definitely do. The one thing I say about confidence is confidence can leave you, but it doesn't mean it's never going to come back either. Like you get a lot of but you get a lot of people, especially fellas, that like get real. There's a wee dog running through my garden. Get a like a knock of confidence, and you know they kind of it's end of the world stuff. But like, it's not. It's it's really it's really not. Like I'm probably overly confident. For my skill set, <laughs> and I don't know. Well, I don't know if like, that's a good thing or a bad thing, but like my confidences would would stagger you. Like it would, like it would, maybe borderline dangerously confident. It's in certain things, like yeah. But I think like in some areas you'll be confident, in others you can take your time. And it's one of the things where, in my mindset, like you, as you said, it's like a nurturing process, and some people will have it in certain areas, but then it's. To me, I think the more that you, if anybody's listening to this and they're, I, I think as you age, you get more confident because you're a lot more confident in who you are, yeah. your weaknesses, your strengths. So like, it's something that like, if if my dad might not feel confident doing X, Y, or Z, but he's very confident in who he is. So is my mom, Joe. I feel like the more time you spend with yourself, the more time you're on earth, you just naturally, that's why I tend to feel like you feel like you're at your most lost around the 18 to 25 age. You tend to feel like you're figuring out still who you, you, you mean, are. You've been told this amount of different information and like when you're that age you don't really know who you are yet and whoever you are then may not be the person you will you change, be yeah. uh, you change like but like, I feel when you're 18 like the amount of shit advice 18 year old well not so much now well it's better now but the amount of shit advice 18 year olds like you have to go to uni 
you have to do this you have it's to do that norm. you have to you know this is the way to do it you do this you do that you have to get a part-time job sometimes like it just doesn't suit people to have a part-time job you know what i mean you're doing uni say if you've got a, a, a full-on course you know you can't juggle everything all the time like a lot of people i know like it's you know everybody needs money like but if you're in uni say monday to friday you're doing a pretty good pretty good course we're not no we're not talking like a b-tech course we're talking good ones say you're doing five days a week right and say for example then you have stick stuff you need to do for uni but then at the weekend you're expected to work friday saturday and sunday and then you're going monday to friday you know you're going to burn out like and then put in a night or two out a week or a night out a week in there you're going to burn out and that's where i think a lot of like young ones now are so fucking stressed like they're they're really like coiled stressed to the hilt because they're pushing hard in uni they're putting in their they're working say i don't know 20 hours a week friday saturday sunday and then they're back in uni again and they're pushing hard and then they have a night out but alcohol maybe we but you know the next day you get that wee hangover depression thing but there's there's like there's so many of them's got mental health problems as well now at the minute because they're spending time on social media then and they're wondering how does this person deal with it so well and how's that person doing so well and why's that person got so much money why could i not have more money and then they maybe do a few extra hours they put themselves under more pressure and then they're like oh this person's look heading for a, a first oh i'm i'm scaling for a 2-1 you know it's all pressure 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 and i think a lot of time that like young ones as soon as they come out even when ones doing a levels it seems like the pressure's hitting them at a younger age now and it's continuing for a lot longer and in between that time there is always that time where people start to kind of crack a wee bit you always have the people that take out and you know a wee bit more you know they're borderline alcoholic they're drinking four or five nights a week going out sun going out saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday that's four nights in a week you're drinking four or five drinks a night no that's that's that is probably alcoholism at that point but the pressure on them is like severe like and then not to mention the ones that play football then then the ones that are good at football even more pressure there's just pressure 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 and i think a lot of people don't you don't when you're in the middle of it you don't realize it but when you look at it from an outset looking in there's never been more pressure on young people now because they, they do nothing but like measure themselves off other people because it's easier too because you're you know you're looking at them on social media every day Oh, absolutely! A pedestal. It's it's putting people on a pedestal that shouldn't be there. It's, it's like I say, when people call, people. people say to you about how you so big, how you so shaped, they don't see the fucking, the, you know, the blood pressure, Tony, when you have the big red head, you're bulking. Like but people, yeah, they don't see the they don't see the hard work, like, the fact that you've never missed a gym session. Like not many people can say that. Even not like the way we have never missed a week in this podcast, 130 weeks. That's two and a half years. It's consistency, consistency and you have never missed a gym session whereas there's boys doing these 12 week cuts and then they're like taking a week or two off three off four off and then they're going i'll do a mini bulk now whereas you were like working in like groups of 40 week blocks yeah well like i the, the way it I was different it's different when it's you know the consistency people don't see the real life behind it you know you put up a picture on you put up a picture and your boxers doing a side by side whatever but they don't see behind the picture for me it's one of them things where the, the process is more important than the outcome anyway whenever you're too outcome focused on anything you'll never get there anyway yes everybody wants the result but in my opinion like 
to me it's more a testament when I look at the, the before and afters of me doing the bulk like I remember 40, 50 weeks into it like my auntie I was working fucking 55 hours working the fire service my auntie took cancer I was fucking working on the beaches as well and I was fucking built in the business and it was one of the things where my life was just so much it was so much strain and it was so tough and it's one of the things where looking back and I'm very proud that I stayed consistent because I would not be anywhere near where I am if I had a let it because people will immediately turn around and go I have kids I have a job I travel to work I have this and I completely understand that and I'm not saying and the thing is the, the reason I'm quite blunt about this is because I didn't I wasn't born with a, with multiple sex figure businesses I wasn't born with abs I wasn't born Joe into the fire it's one of the things where people whenever you're in that position people are very easy to turn around and go well you have money now you have this but you need to realize the only reason that I actually have any sort of wealth is just because I stuck my fucking hands in the mud and you build it and that's literally as shit as that sounds that's the fucking god's honest truth it's one of the things where it would have been very easy see when my auntie took cancer to skip the gym like it, like that is a fucking good reason when I'm in when I'm finishing a 12 hour shift in the fire service I'm just after pulling somebody out of a car bad day and I have to pop down to the fucking the the, the I forget what the hospital's name is. it's on the Lisbon Road is it yeah. city hospitals on Lisbon Road yeah pop yeah. down to the cancer unit there spend two hours there while she's fucking getting her head shaved and then go to the gym go to sleep and back down it's very easy to just go nah that's a tough metal day. That's, nah that's you. I still have more you have more in the tank and it's one of the things where yeah. see looking back on that for me that is the only see them small decisions they're the difference and people will say oh burnout and this and that when you're when you really want to make a difference you don't burn out I know that's annoying to hear it's one of the things where you'll keep going until you, you properly like I'm only really starting to hit burnout now where I'm dialing back work and that is years down the line it's one of the things where there's, there's obviously it's balancing like but if you want an extreme variation this is the thing what you're talking about comparison if you want to be that successful in any area you cannot have balance no then not not complete balance anyway you can balance exactly. maybe certain points of your life certain Bingo. small parts yeah. but you know if you want something to be want if you want something better. to be better you have to spend more time in the thing you want to be better this is the thing as you're saying as well it's like when people come to me right and this is me being straight and they're they've loads of body fat and they go to me but i want a balanced approach and i'm like but you didn't have a balanced approach and that's why you've got a fuckload of body fat the reason I... that you need the scales have been one-sided for that long to you having whatever the fuck you want you have to slightly fucking restrict to get the body fat up because the scales are so unevenly balanced to one side you now do need to sway them the other way and then see once they've swayed enough in the other way then you can have a balanced approach it's just right. like if you really want to get your coach and your business your physique off the ground or whatever you're doing or you even want to get your marriage your marriage is fucking say your relationship shit you have to really fucking lean into that a lot more than just balanced approach if you've been neglecting something it takes a lot more than a balanced approach to bring it back it takes you sticking your hands in the mud that you fucking you might have turned whatever it is into a pile of shit you need to stick your hands in the shit and build that fucker back. You can't just go, I'm just going to stick one hand in. It needs to be both. And that's the problem. Whatever The problem is people are trying to do too many things at once usually. And that's where I, then, then burnout happens. But that's where you need to prioritize, right? Joe, I want balance. But for me, Joe, I couldn't have a social life. So I had to get rid of that if I wanted to build a business. Like it just wouldn't work. I was working on the weekends. Now, that is not for everyone. But the thing is, then you can't turn around and say, well, my side hustle isn't going well or my business isn't going well because you're drinking but that's completely fine there's nothing wrong with it. the problem is that people are expecting everything at once like you can't have like different uh, situations and different outcomes will come from each thing you make each decision yeah no big time like it's when i launched 808 coffee the day 
the day of the first drop, so the day I was posting out the first orders, was my granny's funeral. And it would have been easier for me to, you know, delay it for a day, but it's important, first impressions. So I just got up a wee bit earlier that morning and packaged all the coffee up and went down to the post office, posted it, and then went to the funeral. Because that's just what I had to do. I had to get it right for a certain time, and I think it was like 11 o'clock or whatever. But that's just kind of... But I wouldn't... Like, I never, I don't think, I don't think anybody probably would have known that there, but it's just something that I, I had to do. I made a commitment to do it. That's what I had to do. And it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't easy. You're, you know, you're, the last thing you want to be doing is packing up the thing. But I did just say to myself, you know, I, I set this out that I had to do it. And the first impression, like delaying it by a day wouldn't be the end of the world. But that's not the footing I wanted to start a new business on. For me, that's even wherever I break that down. That is the mindset difference. For me, it's not about like nobody would really. This is me being honest. Nobody's going to hold up a grudge against you because your granny died and you didn't post it. But for me, that's the mindset of if you're going to do it, do it properly, commit to it, and get it done regardless of what happens. If you say you're going to start your dad on Monday and then you have a really stressful day and work and you put it off, that mindset alone means that you're not going to do it. You're you're going to. It doesn't matter if you pick it up on a Tuesday. When that mindset, yeah. that routine, that behavior is built in there, that's a put off. That's the. I'm going to hit the tap out button. It's like, do you ever hear that quote? And I love it. It's one of the things where uh, it, it really is a bit fucking heavy, but it's that you'll always hear it in a motivational speech. It's like, if you want to take the island, burn the boats. Uh, I burn the boats. No uh... other, when there's no other choice, if you burn the boats and there's no other choice but to win, you will eventually just consistently tick the box. Like, if you have no other choice but to do it, you will do it. So it's one of these things where you need to stop giving yourself a decision. Like, you, you it's not a decision for me to go to the gym. It's, it's like, I don't if I, if I haven't got a session it's 9 p.m at night like i'm not going to sleep until it's nailed like it just doesn't it's not a decision it's like breathing if you get me but yeah that's where that whole thing comes in. i don't want to go too ocd but i think it, as you say with the comparison thing it's just one of the things where when you compare yourself you always want to compare not the outcome compare where you your mindset to somebody else's it's like if you want a really good physique think how does that person don't think oh how do i get there think how do I act like a person that has a really good physique or if I want to be a six-figure business owner, if I want a really good fucking sex life or marriage, how does somebody like that act? And then naturally it will follow, Joe. You know, they take their wife out for dates. They have deep conversations. They put time aside. They actually work on it. They actually look stuff up. They do research. They do therapy, counseling, whatever it is. All these actual acting will naturally bring you that result. It's like if you think, right, how do I get in really good shape? Well, eat a lot more veg, eat a lot more protein. You gym constantly throughout the week. You look after your mental, physical state. And naturally, you will actually get into shape. But the problem yeah. is people actually look at the outcome rather than behaviors first. And if you look at the behaviors first, it's like whenever I'm stuck, like I'm trying to move businesses from like, which sounds a bit nuts, say from like six and seven figures way on up without stress in my life. And the first thing I'm thinking is, how would a business owner that makes you know, X amount act yeah, they wouldn't be worried about the small things. They worry about the grand scheme of things. And it's when you take the thought process of a person that you want to act like, and you actually break that down, that will give you the life you want in that area. And I feel like, especially for young males and stuff, less than our young females, the pressure will always be there. But it's just your perception of it. So it's down to you to change that. That won't pass. And everybody has mental health issues. I don't care what. I don't care who says what. Everybody has mental health issues, no matter who you are. So don't feel like you're alone. But don't feel like just because you have mental health, that's a reason for you then to go. Oh, do you know what? I, I have mental health issues. I need a break. That's me being very blunt because every like I'm at fucking therapy at the minute. 
everybody in my house is bipolar depression. It, like my mum's out walking two hours a day to lose body fat. You know, if she can do it, you can fucking do it. And it's one of them things for me where, and this is me being cheeky. I totally believe that everybody has different levels of this, but I see that it as most raw. Do you know, like where my mum's been lying in bed for days at a time, but it's one of them ones where you also have to take responsibility that majority of people are in their own heads to a large degree. And some people use that as a reason to like hit the, fuck it button I can get away with this and that's not me being yeah. cheap, but that's me being, that is me being blunt because I've seen it before I've done it myself oh it's affecting my mental health like that is it that's it I completely get that but anything's going to affect your mental health a breakup will yeah just stressful day and work will affect it everybody's affected by it but it's one of the things where you need to go it's it's a bad day not a bad life but I need to still stay to whatever I said I would do long after the feeling's gone do you want to dive into questions that's getting very heavy well, uh, well we'll go one really heavy question here first get out of the way right would you prefer that every time you sneeze, you transport somewhere random in the world? Or every time you fart, you randomly jump 10 years forward or back? You can't decide where you go or which way you jump in years. I take the sneeze. So you think you're going to sneeze and you transport someone random in the world? I take that. Would you not rather fart and go 10 years back or 10 years forward? Yeah, but what if you keep farting and you keep going forward? Well, you get one shot at this. You just get what it's you get one fart. Sneeze. One fart, you go back, you go back, and then and then after a while, it brings you back to normal. Or you sneeze, it'll transport I didn't you somewhere. Think that was the rule? I thought the rule was that you can't keep fart. farting and end up back in World War Two. Yeah, but you could end up going really far forward as well. You can end up being like, I assume you age as well. No, no, just transports you. Everyone's like, like Back to the Future, Marty McFlink, you're Marty I McFly. I take, take, I'd probably take the fart. I knew you'd say it. I take a sneeze. Um, hopefully, because I would like to see the seventies and stuff. <laughs> Ten years, Tony. It's not you're not going to keep what? farting and bring you back to the seventies. Ten years, you can either it brings you to twenty thirty two. You ever hear my farts? Or twenty twelve. Like, it's not one fart. It's usually like. But if you sneeze and it brought you somewhere like the Serengeti, and there's just loads of lions there ready to maul you. Yeah, but if you went back, if I went back 30 years, like initially from where I am, like 20 years from where I am now, I'd be I'd be in a field. I wouldn't even be in my house. This house wasn't built. So No, I don't know. It just brings you back. And then, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be too keen on that. Uh, <laughs> not, not a great, not a, I'm going to be honest, I don't like that. Let's move on. You have a dinner party. You're like three other guests. Can't be family, friends, or GFs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say uh, that person's clearly thinking of you, Tony, because you'd go, Mama, Mada, my auntie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or if she can't go, your sister. Well, you you go first here. I've got a rough <clears throat> idea of who I want. Um, I don't know. Go you. You've a rough idea. I would personally like. Uh, I know that sounds cheesy, but I would like The Rock. Right. Like The Rock, I'd like Joe Rogan because I feel like Joe Rogan can get very. Joe Rogan's very good for any type of conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, I don't mind his podcast. Some of his podcasts are like not for me, but I feel like he's a very. What, the one thing I love about Joe Rogan is, I feel like whenever I listen to anything of his, and it's very rare, he's just very engaged. He's a great. He's a great interviewer. He knows how to talk yeah, to that's people. What like. I mean. he's, he would he would ask questions to the rock that I would actually want him well, to. Well, that's ask that's him. that's why he's a good interviewer. He asks questions like the sort of questions his listeners would ask. Like he's not asking these loaded questions like 
if you're watching a talk show to go uh have you got anything coming up in the next six months and they're gonna go oh thank you for asking i've actually got this new product and you're like fuck's sake it's an it's an advert um but yeah rogan 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 probably up there for me too so you I think Ro- rogan and the rock would you take the rock no nah, no nah, no nah, no nah. I don't know who third would be. I'm going to need a second half. Mine's would so be Rogan, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I think Kevin Hart is one of the most inspiring people ever. And one of the most inspiring people you'll ever, ever, ever come across. And maybe Ryan Reynolds, because I've got a wild crush on the man. See all men too. Uh, because I? I feel like I would need a comedian because I've got two. I've got The Rock and Joe Rogan, which don't get me wrong, are two motivational. Well, Joe people. Rogan isn't a comedian. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, but do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't find Joe Rogan like funny. Hilariously funny. Aye. I find him as a very serious. I know he's. I know he's a comedian by trade, but I mean, in terms of like, I would need somebody that would actually bring humor. If you get me. Outside, outside, bat machine gun Kelly, but I think it'd be a bit of probably a bit of trouble, a bit of trouble at dinner. I think I'd have to bring somebody that's actually just a good value laugh. I'm trying to, I'm struggling in the back of my mind. I'm gonna have to come back to the third person, but the per- person needs to be a nice wee catalyst to kick everybody else off. Not like Billy Conley, but I, I could use somebody that's just naturally funny, like naturally quite humorous. Mickey Bartlett. Who? Mickey Bartlett from Lurgan. Yeah, something like that, or you know, uh, like Daryl Brand or something. Somebody that could could host it for me. Uh Kevin Bridges. Kevin Bridges. Yeah, funny. like somebody that somebody that could 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 lighten it. I think that. Ah, uh, well, that's well. that's why Kevin Hart will be there too. He can he can go both ways for me. Yes, exactly. Um, so I would say actually, it'd take probably somebody like Mark of the Week Daryl because I quite he'd be quite good at steering it. Him or like yeah. that sort of character. But that's such a random one. That's so random. The next one doesn't get any more random. Do you boys ever look at other podcasts and think they're trying to be us in in speech bubbles? I've seen a few lately, great podcasts in their own right, but I know for sure they've got they've taken inspiration in capital letters from you. Fuck, I honestly don't listen. To any we never, podcasts. we never like. I see the odd one pop, popping up, and the only reason I never notice them is because they follow. They follow us, like they follow like me or Tony or you know that well I don't know if they follow Tony, they probably do. If they're following me, they're probably following Tony. And they follow and then next thing it a podcast drops and then I'll always check it out, you know, just to kinda you no, know, it's always good to support people's different stuff. Not that I listen to it at all. I might listen to 10, 15 minutes, you know, just while I'm doing stuff. But th- there is a few, but here we definitely got inspiration for our podcast of other people. Now there probably wasn't as many people locally doing podcasts when we started doing them. Um, but then again, it was all, it was inevitable. It was going to happen because radio was dying on its whole. Spotify's killed the music part of radio already. And the talk part of radio, podcasting, killing it because you can just lift up your phone and type in your favorite person in the world, whereas Joe Rogan or Kevin Hart, and he'll be on 10 podcasts. So, like, why would you listen to some random stuff on the radio when you can control what you're listening to? And, and then, in a way, control. Yeah. yeah, I struggle listening to radio talk. Do you not? The only time I can ever listen to it if it's something silly, like just I, I always like listening to talk sport, like when say Tyson Fury's on, just because it's all garbage. <laughs> you know, it's just all garbage. You know, grown men 
arguing with each other. But I don't. I'm all right. I can listen to certain stuff and not take anything away from it. But like, I couldn't listen to stuff like Stephen Nolan all because it just annoys me. Like all that shit just annoys me. So I can't. I can't listen to that sort of stuff. But also, I've got that many podcasts that I'm actually into that I can like. Even if I do big miles, there's one like every day I could listen to. But it's just because I like talk radio. I like people having conversations. But nah, I don't. I don't see that they're trying to be us. I don't see anybody trying to be us. Um, there is like there's even there's a, a female podcast that kind of launched in the last few months, and they're a wee bit like us in a way. But so is, there's hundreds of others. There's you no know, we didn't we didn't start the whole talk at the start do questions at the end thing. That's that's just a podcast thing, you know. Just you know, everybody takes inspiration from everyone around them. That's what I was gonna say. It's like I could say something on a podcast, something triggers me, it goes across. I honestly feel like with one, if somebody copies you, it's a compliment. It's a good thing. They're already too far behind the trend anyway. Yeah. And for me, I'm never stressed about I don't like the idea of competition. I feel like it's nice to to keep like feet. I don't like the idea of nobody's my competition because in coaching and stuff, everybody's obviously fighting for attention on Instagram, all of that, but keeps you a wee bit on your toes because other people are always doing it. But I'm gonna be straightforward. It's like what we relate back to earlier. There's very few podcasts that have done 150, whatever, how many, 130, that 130. we've done back to back to back to back. You'll see people when they do a podcast and they'll do seven weeks for a couple of guests and then they'll fuck off. And that, that tells you everything you need to know about that person's consistency in every area of their life. As yeah. much as they'll bluff at you, Aye. if you can't do a one-hour talking show once a fucking week, it's not even a percent of your week. Yeah. That speaks volumes. Now, I'm going to be honest. It is fucking really. It actually is very difficult to get the time to do this between the both of us. Well, it makes it more difficult because you, you know, you're traveling as well. It's probably slightly harder for you because, you know, if you're traveling in my schedule, like for a while, like like people don't realize, like we were recording at half seven in the morning, and like it's hard to get it. No, we're we're recording at the minute. It's it's half twelve, right? Our conversation level at half 12 is a lot better than half seven in the morning you know what i mean yeah, like you can be awake at half seven in the morning but are you ever no, really wait. fully engaged fucking like i don't know some tom smith adderall fueled rant at half seven in the morning tiktok telling people to get up and get at it and all that mad shit you're never really at it at half seven in the morning don't care anybody like i've been in gyms at half seven in the morning you know you can you have to caffeine load yourself you might need a wee preload and pre-workout you know you're on it but are you really going to be there for an hour holding court and having a conversation on a podcast it's tough like it's 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 definitely tough it's you can notice like most of the time uh breakfast radio hosts don't do it for that long because it wears on you doing stuff that early in the morning so it is tough getting the hour in but you know consistency as we said there's no point us doing this if we're not going to be consistent and thankfully we've never we've never missed a week ever key to everything in life though it is the key to everything it seems like this this is a consistency podcast like, uh, for example for example i would say our listenership has doubled every year no oh, more yeah more, more you doubled or tripled so the thing and, is like, like, and we don't put away a lot of like the one thing our biggest negative is we do not promote the podcast really at all yeah, it just takes away. But that's like, com- like it is end. completely organic. It's completely word of mouth from you guys. Like, that's all it is. I share it once. Tony shares it once, and the page shares it once. I even, even if I even share it once, I only share it once every blue moon. Aye, uh, but it's like 
You know what I mean? So it's organic. So people are are people are tuning in because they want to tune in. I know we're going down a wee sidetrack here, but like, it's oh, it, sometimes I do think about it. Like I was coming home from Liverpool all day, and I was like, uh, an advertising come for a podcast, and I was like, wait, what if we start advertising? But then are we diluting? It's one of them things for me though. We've stuck to the values more of it. Like it was, it was not supposed to be the one thing we did not want this to be. Is like every other podcast where you tune in and it's a fucking preaching session for an hour. That is uh. the most annoying condescending piece of shit ever like me and my kid no more of our fucking know our arse from our elbows but the thing is we're looking to give a little bit of value give right. you a laugh and also some mellowness you know, just some rabbit holes to get your thought process and differently you laugh and for me I, there's not worse than when somebody takes on a guest and it's just praying them for information and it's just fuck me like I, you, you want to learn but you want a, a fun way to learn it's like the right teacher in school you want to get yeah. a thought process challenged but there's a right way to do it but as you said their consistency it's like but that's where like for example like i never thought i'd have a hundred thousand instagram but 1800 like realistically if you looked at my trajectory right it was it, I, I went 1800 followers 5600 18.3 and then tripled again to about 40k in a year so it went triple 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 joe almost triple in the fourth year so realistically by the end of next april anyway if my statistics had run, i should have went from 40 to in around the 100 anyway yeah. I just got it in one lump and I'll probably sit here but the thing is if I had looked at that at the start I'd be like holy fuck and if we had looked at our listeners now and we're like oh we're going to have this many listeners in two years you'd be like holy fuck that's unreal but if if we can double or triple again the next two year, next year yeah. and then triple it starts to slowly turn into a very high level consistent podcast and we obviously bounce in and out of the top but the reason the top ones bounce into the podcast is because that person's not doing them consistently so it's not it's not it's just people tuning in for like a one off yeah, and also they can bring in a guest or there's like hook topics. Like we know, like we've we've kind of stayed well. away from we've stayed away from like su- the suicide topics and depression topics. They're like hook topics, so you can hook in a crowd very easy by doing like certain topics and certain guests. But if you become a guest centric podcast as well, when you don't have a guest on, people tune out. Whereas we have never been guest centric, like we we've had, like we will we will have more guests on. We're lining them up, but we ask people, and they're like, "No, I like the ones we used to boys are." Like me and Tony had this thing the other day when when I'm missing or Tony's missing from the podcast. Like people, certain people are like, "Oh fuck's sake, lads, there's only one he's on this week." So we have to try to worst case scenario will always be one of us on, but we try to always make sure the two of us on because that's what the pod for some people that's what the podcast is. Two normal lads chatting about stuff as if they're chatting to their friends like someone said way at the start remember it's like two lads in a bar having a pint and just chatting yeah and then that was like that's and you get a wee bit you get a wee bit of value or you get loads of value some weeks and you get a laugh and that's what we were kind of going for as tony says never preaching never telling people this is what you must do no all time like we will say well don't expect results or don't expect this if you're not going to put in the effort but that's the same as like your mate would say to you. Like, don't expect, don't expect to be the best footballer in the world if you're not even going to practice at least once a week. Like, you know, don't expect to be make money being a DJ if you're not going to put in the the effort. But we're not telling people this is the gospel according to me. Now go buy my shit. Like you've never told people to come buy your shit in this. Now I tell people to go buy my coffee. But that's different because I'd sell my soul to that. No joke. But that's the that's the thing. Like. There's some like a sub podcast out there that's um 
Like I'm thinking of one in particular I won't say the boy's name uh, He's a fitness guy But his podcast is literally Starts off with I transform these people's lives And at the end it goes And if you like what you heard in this year And you want to join You want to transform your life forever do, do, do. So this first 10 minutes and last 10 minutes Is him selling them Selling products Selling a program it just does the sit right for me And some of his podcasts are really good But I, I kind of know now That I skipped a certain point And he stops pushing products And like, we've been offered sponsorship For this podcast And we just haven't done it because I get offered it all the time My Instagram page And I turn down every time Yeah I get it Well the only I get offered a shake like, But um, We get offered podcast Sponsorship But we don't use the products And like, there's no like, I don't bother telling them Because it's, like, it's garbage Like I said Pish like but if someone comes to us for a product that we actually use, then you'll know if we ever endorse something, we actually use it. Because the amount of people that come to you for stuff or go, here, lad, will you give us a share? And you're like, oh, you can't. Like, you know why you can't do it? Because I'm going to be honest, this is no issue for me being cheeky. In the last week alone, my my sister would give me a wee hand sometimes and she'd scan through messages and stuff. And she 19 people have wrote to me about sharing charity posts and that's not me being cheeky don't get me wrong i want to help everybody but there's also a stage where when you start sharing everything your voice gets diluted yeah so i i got one yesterday about a charity for a school that i didn't go to it's not me being and i was like, like i want to like i want to share them but it's one of the things where yourself you probably want to share too but like well they asked me to donate they asked me to donate a gift for a raffle and i was like I didn't go to, like, like, there's certain regions in the country, be it fucking Lurgan, Oma, Marafelt, that I've DJed around that long, like, that I kind of have, I know the locals. But this is an area that I've, I've pretty much been in maybe once in my life. And then she's like, oh, this lady was, can you donate a prize for the upcoming fundraiser for the, for the 10th anniversary formal thing or something? And I was like, reading it going, no, I can't. I can't really do that. Normally, I'm I'm pretty given person. I was like, I've no, I've no link to your school, so it doesn't make sense for me to do this. And then one of the businesses that I would help locally, they'd sent the same message to the business. So I'm thinking they have sent this to like hundreds of businesses, but like that business itself is a brand new business as well, and it has no affiliation to the school. It's not even in the same town. Like it's it's good twenty five thirty miles away from this town. But they've sent the same a different person, granted, has sent the same message, asking for the same thing. Can you donate to the raffle? Like it's mad, like it is mad that you know, I'm all for charity and all for helping out. But it is get sometimes it does get a wee bit too much. You know, when people are asking you buy you know, if you bought if you bought a ticket for every raffle draw for charity, you you would be uh a to be honest. Just balance, like I, it's the same reason I don't. It kills your. See, the problem is whenever you use you, you use it consistently, it, it kills your audience. It kills your engagement. So yeah. whenever you actually have something to sell or to do or you want to get involved, people don't listen. So like, versus if I never share anything, and then I, something comes very close to heart, I can then share it, and it's out of it's of use. It's the same as like if you're constantly always selling stuff and putting up stories and people don't pay as attention as whenever you put up something that means something. It's like I get asked all the time about you know to do something brands and I'll, I'll not do them unless I fully believe in it and I'm involved in it because then it's worthwhile. Whereas if I'm just sharing it because I want to please you, that, yeah. that's not the same as me coming on and going uh, and giving a reason why it's close to my heart or something like that. So yeah, I don't know. It, it, we'll maybe dive back in there question. So if the tiny legs charity is listening. Give Tony a shout. So someone yeah, very close to his heart. 
That will be very close. The yeah, t- is there the any t- really questions here? Have you lads? Have you lads ever had to deal with thirsty girls? What, just kill them with last order? No. Hey. hey yeah. <laughs> pure dad joke. Pure dad's going to say us a pure dad joke. Um, yeah, fucking deal with them all what, the time. What Let's does see. that mean? Girls that are, maybe they're morally not, and from the standpoint, they may be, especially, you're bound to get it a wee bit more now that you have more followers, no? You would I get thirsty men. <laughs> you get thirsty day. men, I maybe. But no, like you get, the odd thirsty girl to be, you know, whatever say stuff you know try to flirt but you know they're kind of they're do, they're not doing it from a maybe a genuine point you can you can tell like i just i don't really get it i don't really get many i don't really get too many i would say you do and you're just saying that i don't no. get i don't get too many i think i give but a knock i do i do get the odd one now to be honest but i just i've 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 uh i've learned to just it doesn't i don't even bat an eyelid to it it's I probably don't see half of them. Uh, I feel like I give off a very strong like uh, vibe of like I, I don't think for anything. Ah, uh, well, it, it's I'm surprised you don't get it in your. Don't do it. I get it mostly if I do like like I did a thing from the plane. Guess is where I am because I knew people would send funny stuff and just lighten the load traveling to Liverpool. Um, there was a few ones replies in that. You no know, weird replies from people. But no, I just here as long as you as long as you know, like as long as you know they're being thirsty. See, like Jersey grabbers will be thirsty girls. Yes, uh, well, I don't know. I think some people maybe would assume that I would. I think it's just one of the things where I give off a very strong repellent for a long time. So yeah, well, I I, uh, I don't I just don't take them up on it at all. Like it's just it's pretty simple, really. You just you just don't reply, (laughs) or you don't you just laugh. I would say the main people I get shouted by is men. I would say every time I put up a QA, I get at least has to be a minimum of ten to fifteen. Minimum minimum boys looking like to see the junk. Just men asking me for like more boxer photos or like just stuff like are you single? And it's men. It's like it's it and it's not because they're nosy, it's like when you click on them, you're like, Oh right. That's we we exactly get it we got a couple in here in the in the No the, 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 these these uh what is it, anonymous? messages we get we got a few in there about just just what you as an ease by single just stuff like that like just the random shade see but i feel like they're not thirsty i feel like they're more like just in questions of like they're they're i well that's just it's the start it's the start of the intent you know what i mean i don't know it just depends if it's if it's a female or a male i feel like if it's a female asking and you're a male it's a slight it's it's not it's a it can be a, it depends where that person's from but if they're a single individual it's a hint Ah, it's a hint. Ah, it was a wee bit of thirst. Or you're always why are you wondering that? And then if it's a meal, and they're not gay, they're straight, then then it's probably just curiosity. Aye, oh, I mean, you get I you get a lot of you get a lot of nosy people too. But I uh, just a, uh, I don't know who sent the was this one of the anonymous ones the first. Well, one, but I, I just had to deal with you just, girls years ago maybe, but I think I since then I've just gave off our repellent. Ah, uh, just uh, if you don't give if you don't give them any like I just don't give them any like any length of line. Even I, even engaging I, in conversation, if you don't engage in conversation, there's no, like it just can't happen. You know what I mean? There's they're they're not going to keep writing to themselves. So that's yeah. why I always always done it. Like, but I, I I can imagine like I can imagine some like some of the footballers listening to this would get it the odd time, especially boys from smaller areas that bigger names. They would get it, and 
you know, I can't imagine like some of the boys that have good followings on Instagrams would get it too, and some of the girls as well, because there's firstly uh, boys too, like. Of course. You know, they wanna. Everybody, everybody has a dream. Of maybe I don't know. I don't know. People maybe have a dream that maybe they'll find a girl with a couple of million followers and she's famous as fuck. And do you think everything's gonna be hunky dory? <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's hard, a, hard to know. Hard to know. Hard to know. You yeah. know what? He's, he's no new ratings this week. You love that, don't you? You fucking on top of people straight away. We should be doing. We should be talking about this at the start, but no new ratings this week, guys. And that's people tune out at this point. So this makes me sad. Is there any more questions, or is that us actually wrapped? <sighs> we have another couple of questions, but we might save them. We'll save them. We'll save them. No short and sweet. Oh, there's a couple. Of... Well, there's one about cashless society. We'll be there all day for that. And there's one about yes. fake people. I think we've went over fake people a lot lately. What is a cashless society? Cashless society is pretty much no where China's money. going. No money, eh? Just all That's... digital, digital currencies. No I wealth. thought it, I thought the mean like actually is like as in a society with no money. No, no, like no. You in... just uh, there's no no physical tender, so you're just using your card. So it just I means that just the way it's going to go anyway. Well, it is I, but it's 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 the problem of it is um your buying habits. Like everything's under scrutiny, and say, if, for instance, they can just turn you off. So, me, say Tony breaks the law, they just go turn off Tony's thing there and turn off. Can't so I, was, I thought that was actually like the concept of money because the concept of money is nuts. No, cashless society is pretty much China's very close to it now. I think like certain certain places in China are completely cashless. I think they use how we the same company make WeChat have like a We We Cash or We App and it's just like tap tap tap, but it's uh it's dangerous. It's it's a lot of lot of control, um. But we are heading that way, so that is one thing for sure. We are heading well, on cases. that bombshell. On that bombshell, stockload cash, guys. <laughs> And tune in next week till we discuss. I actually wouldn't mind going into the idea of it. Like, I think the idea of concept of how money works and stuff would be. You should. You should actually. If you see, if you anybody that's you, you hear people talking about this cashless society. Actually, there's a few good YouTube videos about cashless society, but people don't realize like there's certain knock-on effects that you will never realize, and you should really watch it, and then you'll go, "Jeez, like that is mind blowing." And then you'll go, oh, well, clearly that's why China want to do it. Like, the, the, the control, the control the cashless society could have, like, they could pretty much just turn everybody homeless. Because they control, they control much money you have, even though the money's in the bank, they still control it. So, say you can't just go, oh, I'm going to go spend a thousand pounds here today. They go, no, 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 no. This is your limit. If they wanted to. You know, it's mad. Yeah. It's mad when you. It's mad when you look into it. It's it's kind of a wee bit worrying, but at the same time, you know, they're not going to be listening to this podcast. So, <laughs> nope. but yeah, guys, keep keep liking and reviewing, please. Share it on your stories if you can. And um, we'll have the we'll have the question box back up next week. We didn't put up this week because we had a few backlog to get through. Um, and friends of the friends of the podcast, Notorious Pizza is open now in Marafeld. Go have a pizza. Takeaway only. Just free promoting and all. Takeaway only. Good guys. Good guys listen to the podcast. So go and eat a pizza. 
and me and Tony will be down to do a live podcast from the pizzeria. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but all right, we're away. Good luck. Good luck.